Shonda Donato. Welcome to One Blood a Dialogue podcast every Saturday. As we continue to balance our lives, navigating through this this earthly journey for the greater purpose for your health and humanity. One blood symbolizes humanity. We are all one. We have blood running through our veins with similar needs across all spectrum areas. The world around us tells us what is going on through reading, discussions, newsworthy items, and in the actual goings and coming of regular day-to-day errands. Or we can have some personal fears that are within us as to uh, what's happening in our lives and our personal environments can instill fears. So that in itself stirs up fears eventually leading to permanent feelings of that emotion. This is what we are going to talk about today. Fears can take on emotional different types of emotional feelings. Everybody is afraid of something. When I was little, my mom would be in the backyard while I was playing. She would be putting clothes pins on a rope line hanging the family freshly washed clothes out of the washer. Back in those days, around the 60s, people just had washers and you would see the, the clotheslines in neighbors' backyards. This was normal in the neighborhood. Many times I would spend my playtime in the backyard with a neighbor friend standing on a box or a small ladder talking to this boy, my friend named Keith, on the other side of the fence. He is talking to me from his backyard standing on a ladder. I'm talking to him in my backyard standing on my ladder and we have a wall between us. We had such a mutual bond as children. To this day, I wonder how he is. How is Keith doing? Maybe one day I will look him up on one of those people search. Meeting friends. Just look around everybody. You can meet friends pretty much anywhere. Life can bring you friends in different ways, like Keith and myself. We were both maybe four years old, very young, or maybe younger. And we did a lot of sharing. And there was a five feet tall wall between us. This all happened in our backyards. Suddenly, I would hear my mother saying in a fearful voice, Get out of here, get out of here, get out of here. Go, 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 go. As she stomped 
she saw a cat in our backyard, and almost always she was reacting like this each and every time. Go, go, scat, scat, psst, 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 get out of here. Looking back in my life, this sent a clear message to be afraid of, you've got it, cats and dogs. As I got older, I would ask my mom, why you shout and stump your feet? She said, dogs are mean and they bite cats and nasty and we and will scratch you and pee all over you. So, guess what? That does to a child's mind in early developmental years. When the brain in its early beginning developmental levels, it's learning about emotions and the load of other and a lot of other norms. Your brain at this stage in life is a sponge looking to absorb and learn. So as you grow up and you see a cat or a dog anywhere, you will freeze and tighten up, become tense. This is how you were taught how to react in that particular moment. Personally, I live my whole life scared and petrified when I see these animals coming my way. To the point that I would rather jump, jump, jump out into the street to walk around, to walk around the dog and his owner. I'll read that again. Personally, I live my whole life scared, petrified, petrified, literally petrified when I see these animals coming my way to the point that I would rather jump, jump out into the street to walk around the dog and his owner. We all hold on to years later. We hold on to this year, many years later, to this fear due to seeing a parent reacting. We possibly value a parent keeping us safe from harm. This is how it was painted to us. This is how we saw the love from mom. And with her own fears, projecting it on to the next generation. I like to truly say that I tried super, super, super hard to pass that, to not pass that fear unto my sons. It was challenging for me to make sure my body image, my body image, my voice, my voice, my actions, my actions did not show fear. When I saw a dog and a cat, inside my soul, it was hard for me not to display 
my true emotions because I was holding back my emotions, holding back my body image, holding back the tone of my voice, holding back my actions. It took a lot to do this when raising my children. Thankfully, to say the job was well done as a parent. The job was well done. I was well done. It was well done holding my emotions as I was raising my two sons. Oldest son has a dog. He's very passionate about his life with the dog. The youngest son, over many years, asked me, Can we please have a dog? Over the many years, my son asked mom, such as me, can we please have a dog? My excuse were many, as I still struggle with this fear. I have another story to tell you concerning about life, and it could help you with your fears as to why I tell you very true stories about my life. When I was in college, the last year, I had an interest in wondering if I moved to Orange County, what would the children be like? Would they be cute, sassy, witty, smart, loving, Education was my passion. I knew this when I was nine years old. I wanted to be a teacher. Absolutely no one could change my path. My parents tried to change my path by saying, don't you want to be a nurse, x-ray technician, go into the medical field. Even their friends say, oh, you just want to work with children? But nobody could change my path. I followed my dream and I moved to the beautiful, fabulous, lovely oceans of Orange County. I was married and had an adorable, two adorable sons, but was left raising them by myself because of a divorce. So sadly to say, I had to come to the reality that I would be raising them by myself, taking care of them, and of course taking care of myself. And that would be with my time and finances. Fear. Fear hit the fan. Fear started. Oh my goodness. Fear hits the fan like hair blowing in the wind. It was like a reality that just hit me. I'm going to be taking care of these kids by myself. Every single penny must be used to take care of my lovely sons and me. So deeply concerned about how can I provide for my two young sons and three years old. They were only three years old and eight years old on my small teacher income in the OC California 
where most things are way, way, way out of the ballpark for purchasing or renting an apartment or a home. The journey of the fear continued. It never stopped. Morning, noon, and night, I thought about, oh, you know, how can I make more money? What's, what's other, what are other ways? Um, how can I buy new shoes for my youngest one? Um, what about some new pants for the oldest one? I'm not able to afford a complete outfit, but I can buy maybe a top, a top this month and uh, a pair of pants the next month. Oh, my bills. I can pay the water bill this month and then uh, next month I can pay the electricity bill. If I do it every other month, I will really not be so super behind if I pay my utilities every other month. So I was just thinking about how I could survive. Until a number of years later, I became broken inside my body from the stress of the financial uh, strain. I checked myself in to see the doctor because I knew I just was not feeling very well. Doctor said, we cannot let you go. We're taking you to the hospital, at a special hospital right now. One day, I went to the doctor for a regular general appointment and that very moment I was whisked away to an emergency hospital an hour away. Immediately they did major surgery in the hospital. I stayed 10 days for recovery. Woke up terrified at the operation scars of my body. But the recovery continued at home. For nine months after that, I went back to work and it took me another six years to regain my energy back. Being terrified, being very terrified, but going ahead and doing what must be done, that's courage. And that's how I came out of most of my problems of fear just faced it straight on this is what fear can do to your health and I'll say it again this is what fear can do to your health emotions worry fear whatever it is this is what fear can do to your health lasting too long with thoughts about fears can rip open your DNA can rip open your DNA and change your cells and change your cells, your genetic code of longevity and carry you into a position of sickness. Was it the fear of a lack of family support? Yes. Was it the fear of being alone, the only adult? Yes. Was it the fear of financial strain and hardship? Yes. Was it the fear of being fired from my job? No, but I had a lot of stress on my job. Was it the fear of my son sick with pneumonia quite often? Was it the constant conversation to my mother pleading for help over the phone? Or maybe can you just visit me for the weekend? 
simple thoughts of just being with the wrong husband maybe? I think we fear things because we value it. I think we value a lot of things too much which leads us down this path. If we cannot value it, we would not fear it. I'll read it again. I think we fear things because we value it. If we did not value it, we would not fear it. This thought is very deep. Think about it. It is the deep apple core of how we choose what's valuable to us in life. We fear losing people because we value them. We fear not having enough money for retirement because we value money. We fear political division. We value peace, joy, fairness. We fear of being unloved. So you stay with the wrong person. We value love. Fear of public speaking. We value communication and how we present ourselves. What we value is what we fear. Is quoted by Gabriel Marquez. There's a quote from this author that writes stories. I live in fear of being alive. And this is a quote by Gabriel Marquez. I live in fear of being alive. Think about it. Ask yourself a question. Are you fearful every day, every day, once a week, once a week? That's too much. I live in fear of being alive. Putting it all in perspective, remember this. Being in continual, constant fear about something in your life. Being in constant, consistent fear about something in your life is not going to change anything. It's an emotion. It will not change circumstances. Things that can help you with fear. Let's talk about it. Things that can help you with fear. Go to a happy place. Something you like to do. A walk on the beach. A massage. Nice candle in the evening. Soft music. Go to a happy place. Have many happy places that you can go to. The next one. Face your fears. You might find yourself fearful of things that aren't actually dangerous. Take one small step at a time. Make a plan to help you with your fears with public speaking. At home, give a two-minute talk. Record yourself giving the talk. Practice, practice, practice the talk in front of one family member, then two family members, then three family members. Other things that can help you with fear, seek a therapist. A therapist can help you with your fears. One small step at a time. It's always good to get another person's perspective professionally and another set of ears. Another thing that can help you with fear, people forget to really breathe properly. Breathe through your fears. 
It is in your breathing, one will slow. It is in your breathing, one will slow slow down the feelings of fear. Take a long, slow breath in through the nose and out through the mouth. Another one, and then, oh, sorry about that, and hold your breath to the count of three and let it out. Also, other things to help you with fear. Exhale slowly. You know what? I'm going to start this all over again for breathing. I messed up on this. Uh, One last thing that could help you with fear is breathe through your fears. It is in your breathing. One will slow down the feeling of fears. Take a slow, a long, slow breath in through your nose. Hold your breath to the count of three. One, two, three. Exhale slowly through your lips, relaxing your muscles in your face and shoulders and stomach. These are things that you should do on a regular basis to help you with fear. Being terrified but going ahead and doing what must be done, that's courage. And that's how I came out of most of my fears. This is what fears can do to your health. Lasting too long, too long with thoughts about fears can rip open your DNA and change your cells. Your genetic code of longevity can carry you into a position of sickness. Was it the fear of a lack of family support? Yes, most definitely. Anyways, I am going to end this. Putting it all in perspective, remember this. Being in continual constant fear about something in your life is not going to change anything. It's an emotion. It will not change anything. Remember that. So, on ending the note, so now we're going to come to an end. I'm Shonda Donato. One Blood Dialogue Podcast coming to you every Saturday designed to help you live your best life to look at things with a balance for a greater purpose for your health and wholeness for a happier world of existence. We will discuss emotional feelings and dialogue about issues in life for your health and humanity and for all spectrum areas across the board. Until, bye-bye.